Sarai, Saramayadana. On that planet there are 720 dogs with teeth as strong as thunderbolts. Under the orders of the agents of the Amorites, these dogs voraciously devour such simple people. Purport. In the twelfth canon of Srimadvokkama, it said in this age of Kali, everyone will be extremely disturbed by three kinds of tribulations scarcity of rain, famine, and heavy taxation by the government. Because human beings are becoming more and more simple, there will be a scarcity of rain, famine, and heavy taxation by the government. Oh, sorry, there will be, sorry. This verse is almost exactly repeated except the end. Because human beings are becoming more or more simple, there will be a scarcity of rain and naturally no food grains will be produced. On the plea of relieving the suffering caused by in the ensuing famine, the government will impose heavy taxes, especially on the wealthy mercantile community. In this verse, the members of such a government are described as dustu, thieves. Their main activity will be to plunder the wealth of the people. Whether a highway robber or a government thief, such a man will be punished in his next life by being thrown into the hell known as Sarameyatna, where he will suffer greatly from the bites of ferocious dogs. That's my end. Yastrikava Anritam Valati Sakshi Dravya Vinamaye Daneva Katanchit Savai Praja Narake Vichimati Adhashira Niravaka Niravakase Yojana Shatarachrayat Giri Murna Sampatkate Yatrachalam Ivastalam Ashma Prishtam Avabhasate Tad Avijimat Tilaso Visiriyamana Sarilona Miriyamana Guna Arupito Nipatati. A person who in this life bears false witness or lies while transacting business or giving charity is severely punished after death by the agents of Yamaraj. Such a simple man is taken to the top of a mountain 800 miles high and thrown head first into the hell known as Abijimat. This hell has no shelter and is made of strong stone resembling the waves of water. <laughs> there is no water there, however, unless it is called Abijimat, waterless. Although the simple man is completely thrown from the mountain and his body broken. To tiny pieces, he still does not die, but continuously suffers chastisement. Yastrihavai vipro rajanyo vaishya vaishyo va somapitas tat kalatramva suram bratasto pi bratasto pi va pibati matatas tesham nirayam nitarna. Nitanam Urasi Padakram Padakramyasye Vanina Dravamanam Kashnayasam Nisinchanti. 
Any Brahmana or Brahmana's wife who drinks liquor is taken by the agents of Yamaraj to the hell known as Ayapana. This hell also awaits any Chatriya Vaishya or person under a vow who in illusion drinks Samaras. In Ayapana, the agents of Yamaraj stand on their chest and pour hot milk iron into their mouths. There's a few things you probably choose not to do. Purple, one should not be a Brahmana in name only and engage in all kinds of sinful activities, especially drinking liquor. Brahmanas, Chatris, and Vaishyas must behave according to the principles of their order. If they fall down to the level of sutras who are accustomed to drink liquor, they will be punished as described to the
Such people pierced them with lances or threads and played with them like toys, giving them great pain. After death, such people are brought by the assistance of Yamanas to the hell, known as Shula Krota, where their bodies are pierced with sharp needle-like lances. They suffer from hunger and thirst, and sharp-beaked birds such as vultures and herons come at them from all sides to tear at their bodies. Tortured and suffering, they can then remember the simple activities they committed in the past. <sighs> Text 33. Those who in this life are like envious servants, always angry and giving pain to other living entities, fall after death into the hell known as Dandashuka. My dear king, this hell. There are serpents with five or seven hoods. These serpents eat such simple persons just as snakes eat mice. Text 74. Those who in this life can find other living entities in dark worlds granaries or mountain caves are put after death into the hell known as Oyvantanirogna. There they themselves are pushed into dark worlds where poisonous fumes and smoke suffocate them and they suffer very severely. A householder who receives guests or visitors with cruel glances as if to burn them to ashes is put into the hell called Parayavartana, Parayavartana, where he is gazed at by hard-eyed vultures, herons, crows and birds, which suddenly swoop down and pluck out his eyes with great force. Purple, according to Vedic, even an enemy who comes to a householder's home should be received in such a gentle way that he forgets that he has come to the home of an enemy. A guest who comes to one's home should be received very politely. If he is unwanted, the householder should not stare at him with blinking eyes. For one who does so will be put into the hell known as Koryavaratana. And after death, after death. And then many ferocious birds like vultures, crows, and chocknies will suddenly come upon him and pluck out his eyes. I wonder what a chockney is. Chockney. Heron is a conker. Text number 
One in this world, or this life, is very proud of his wealth. Always thinks, I am so rich. Who can equal me? His vision is twisted, and he is always afraid that someone will take his wealth. Indeed, he even suspects his superiors. His face and heart cry out at the thought of losing his wealth. And therefore he always looks like a wretched fiend. <laughs> he is not in any way able to obtain actual happiness, and he does not know what it is to be free from anxiety. Because of the sinful things he does to earn money, augment his wealth and protect it, he is put into the hell called Suchi Muka, where the officials of Yamaraj punish him by stitching thread through his entire body like weavers manufacturing cloth. Ouch. Purple. When one possesses more wealth than necessary, it certainly becomes very proud. This is a situation of many modern civilization. According to the Vedic culture, Brahmins do not possess anything. Whereas Chaturis possess riches, but only for performing sacrifices and other noble activities as prescribed in the Vedic injunctions. A Vaishya also earns money honestly through agriculture, cow protection, and some trade. If a sutra gets money, however, he will spend it lavishly without discrimination, or simply accumulate it for no purpose. Because in this age there is no qualified Brahmanas, Sorry, because in this age there are no qualified Brahmanas, Chatris, or Vaishas, almost everyone is a Sutra. Kalol Sutra, Sambhava. Therefore, the Sutra mentality is causing great harm to modern civilization. A Sutra does not know how to use money to render transcendental loving service to the Lord. Money is also called Lakshmi, and Lakshmi is always engaged in the service of Narayana. Wherever there is money, must be engaged in the service of Lord Narayana. Everyone should use his money to spread the great transcendental movement of Christian consciousness. If one does not spend money for this purpose, but accumulates more than necessary, he will certainly become proud of the money he illegally possesses. The money actually belongs to Krishna, who says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 5, text 29, Bhaktaram Tavnitavasam Sarvodhamaheshvara I am the true enjoyer of sacrifices and penances, and I am the owner of all the planets. Therefore, nothing belongs to anyone but Krishna. One who possesses more money than he needs should spend it for Krishna. Unless one does so, he will become puffed up because of his false possessions, and therefore he will be punished in the next life as described here in. Swayarupakadaha, the Tatis, the Tatikam, 
Everything animate and inanimate belongs to the Isha, the controller, the supreme controller. And the supreme controller provides facilities for everybody else. And they the proprietorship not only of the Supreme Person but also that the Supreme Person gives everybody a certain quota right? for them to use uh, according to their capacity according to their inclination uh, in the service of the Lord So there's an acknowledgement that there is an owner, a proprietor. And uh, that proprietorship is respected. Huh? Recognition and respect. This is this is this is the this is an understanding of the sambanda of the relationships that exist within the within the creation, and that our first relationship or our first recognition, our first uh, respect should be paid to the isha, you know, the controller, the supreme controller. What is it? Uh, Ishvaraha Parama Krishna. Uh, he is the Parameshvara. Ishvaraha Parama. The Supreme Controller is Krishna. Satchit Ananda Vigraha. And then he has a transcendental, purely transcendental spiritual form. Even though he appears in the material world, he is not part of the material creation. He's transcendental to it. Satchit Ananda Vigraha Anadya He is the cause of everything. This is the unique characteristic of God. You know, the source of everything. He is the beginning of everything, but he himself has no beginning. Uh, although actually all of the divinities are eternal. None of us have a beginning. We, we have Krishna mentions in the Bhagavad Gita. 
Never, never was there a time when I did not exist, nor you, nor all of these kings, nor in the future shall any other cease to be. Na teva ham jatu na sam atam na atam Never was there a time when I did not exist, nor you, nor all these kings, nor in the future shall any of us cease to be. Which is, which, is, which is a testimony to our conditioning, right? because this is our natural position. But we think we have a beginning, a middle, and an end, because we identify with the body. Right? I'm this body, and I will put birth. Right? And, 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 you know, because of the the shock, the, the, the challenge, the, the, the trauma, effectively, of, of dying and being reborn, we forget our spiritual, we forget our previous lives. Uh, this is the potency of energy of energy, despite the fact that we are spiritual by nature. And, and you know that, and that's and that spirit soul is transcendental to the material energy. In reality, but still, under the influence of our karma, of our past deeds, and and, and the force of of karma, effectively, administrated by Krishna as a super soul, who is within everything, but. Imperceptible, imperceivable, uh, but under the direction of the super soul, we're all getting the rewards of our past activities, uh, and we forget, we we forget, our, we forget who we are and what our relationship is with the supreme person, uh, and, and and so the purpose of really the purpose of human life or the advantage of human life is the opportunity to reawaken that identity I'm not the body and, and I am a spiritual I, you know, I, am, I have identity I do, I, I am someone I am something right this is the quest of life. Who am I? Or at least for the for the fortunate, the the Kona Bhagavana Jeev, the, 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 the Jiva, the fortunate Jiva asks the question, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> what, what happened? This I this is not right. <laughs> I protest. This is not right. This is not what I want. All of this suffering and confusion, ignorance. It's painful. Huh? Huh? It's painful. Why am I suffering? Uh, the first question, you know, after I remember, the Lord why am I suffering? I'm such a smart person that everybody says I am. Why am I suffering? So this is really a kata of Brahma Jigyasa. When one 
comes from the human form of life, then this is the this is the inquiry. And then as a consequence of that inquiry, then one starts to understand. Or well, assuming that one's and, and, and this is the importance of association of sadhus, sadhu sangha, is that one gets answers to these questions, right? these important questions, and the right answers, the correct answers. Right? Uh, the advantage of associating with the subjects is that one can have one's answers met. And, and also, by their example, by their association, one can learn the proper behaviour. That one should study the, the authorised texts and act on those instructions, act in the proper and the correct way, so that the inquiry can be fulfilled. But as part of that, there needs to be this respect. Huh? Respect for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, respect for the Shastra, respect for the Sadhus, which is what really is pointed out here in this, in this section of the Vedas. You know, if, you, you know, if you're disrespectful to others, be prepared to suffer. Well, effectively. You know, and, uh, you know, last night was an interesting phenomenon because, and this happens in the summertime in Melbourne, you know, especially, the weather gets warmer. So out come the hoons, <laughs> you know, and they drive, they drive their cars up and down, you know, beaches, the beach roads and show off. Do wheelies, rev their cars up, you know, spin their wheels to basically show off, you know, look at me, look at look how great I am. Yeah. And you know, I just look at them and think, you're a mug. <laughs> you're not anybody. Huh? I haven't seen so many uh, uh, is it VL, I think the VL Commodores in one place since a long time. And they were a good car, they had one of those. They were really, they were a reliable uh, vehicle. Uh, a reliable vehicle. And uh, it was the first of the Holdens with an uh, injection, fuel injection system. And actually they had a Nissan motor in it. It was a motor built by Nissan. They're good, they're good cars. I had, uh, one I had nice for a very long time. I did a lot of second time in there. Sold a lot of books out of that car. So anyway, it was quite a surprise for me because I hadn't seen that kind of moon culture for a long time. But that's what happened. It's a hot weather. The next day is a public holiday, so they all come out and show off. Uh, but what a gross culture, really. You know, hot rods. <laughs> Hot rods, spinning wheels, 
And, and basically, no showing no respect to anybody. Look at me. Real, it's a sort of kind of culture, very much. <coughs> and uh, and they, they get pleasure out of that, some sort of pleasure showing off. But it's such ephemeral, you know, such a such a pointless exercise in many respects. Um, with Vega culture, it's not about showing off. It's about <clears throat> keeping one's uh, consciousness in a, in a very uh, ordered, structured way of life. A very deliberate way of life. So that the focus is on uh, if we're going to show anybody off, we want to show off Krishna, we want to show off the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And his, you know, any, any qualification or any characteristic or any quality that we might have that, that's, that's exceptional or outstanding, um, it doesn't come from us, actually. Ultimately, its source is in the Supreme Person. Its source is in God. And so the, the, the Vedic culture is to, is to uh, establish and increase that appreciation and understanding. And respect those in others. Not envy them and want to have them for yourself so that you can show off. Things are only temporary in any case. Right? Uh, and so there's this, you know, there's this understanding of things that are temporal, that are limited and temporary. And so there's not much value put in those because you may have wealth, you may have fame, you may have influence today, but tomorrow it could all be gone. If it's not tomorrow, it'll be the day after. And, and then what? You know, in that illusion of thinking yourself so great or so big or so hot, um, you then just offend others. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the benefit? What's the, the real benefit of those things? And then you suffer, as we see here in, uh, in the Bible time. We behave in offensive ways towards others, there will be a reaction. There's a reaction, even to these, you know, smaller, there's a bit of these smaller things, you know, like cheating as a businessman. Huh? <laughs> In this case, if you're cheating as a businessman, then you're praised. Oh, what a wonderful businessman he is. You know, they'll elect you to the highest office if you're the bigger cheater. Huh? The bigger cheater you are, the more position you get. You know, some of these, some of these things that we that he described here in the Bhagavatam, for which you'll be punished in this age, people think, oh that's wonderful. You know, this is this is really good. So uh, um, we shouldn't be proud of our facilities. 
especially of our wealth here. But rather, we should use those facilities for, uh, for the benefit of Krishna and spreading Krishna consciousness. They will really, they will really be benefited. What's wrong with the camera? No, it was. I noticed that it's flickering a lot. Uh, in the last few days, watching it at home, Rabana. it flickers, flickers all the time. So only sound. I just put it. Uh, this is seven Prabha. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the the message here is one should live an honest life, a simple life, a life that takes advantage of the facilities that are provided freely by Krishna. You know, Krishna is not a miser and he's happy to, to share these things freely with everyone. But we're the ones who want to take everything and keep it for ourselves. And then with, when, we, when we accumulate wealth, power, influence, fame, whatever, then we use it to abuse others, or primarily, to disadvantage others, not to be charitable. This is why charitable man is, is, gains fame. <coughs> and when, they, when they're charitable without respect for return to themselves, so, um, uh, we, we can learn from this section of the Bible many things, many things. But that you know, the, the, the prime duty of life is to utilize it for making advancement, primarily spiritual advancement. We're in the material world, but we're not of it. We are spiritual by nature. And the, the real benefit of human life is to reawaken our spiritual identity. This is the advantage. And, and uh, not to, to, to utilize these facilities in a, and, and, and you know, so-called enjoy the material facilities um, but end up inflicting damage and, and uh, pain and suffering on ourselves in the future. So therefore the Vedic culture um, lives an ordered and structured lifestyle. And, and the Vedas give us instructions. You know, there are things, positive um, injunctions, the things that we should do, and there are negative prohibitions of things we should avoid. And so in this, these chapters of the, the Bhagavatam, on this chapter specifically, we're getting uh, clear instructions. Avoid these activities. If not, here's the reactions. There will be reactions. <coughs> and and you know, the real benefit of the human form of life is to re-establish our connection by following the right the right path, if you like, the path of dharma. And you know, this is Krishna's purpose, right? Dharma, samstapa, right? Uh, this is, and this is our purpose, to establish 
the, the, and encourage the, the, the performance of right action, if you like. That's what the Bhagavad Gita is about. Here's how you should act to ensure that you're making progress. <clears throat> there is right and there is wrong. Okay, does anyone have any comments or questions on any of these points? Hi Krishna. Um, I was just wondering that uh, when we go out on Harina, yeah. uh, when when uh, you know uh, when people hear the holy name or uh, if they just sing, because you know not everybody takes it up immediately, like they chant the holy name and then they get back to their sinful activities. Um, it sort of reminds me a little bit of the story of Ajahn because he was. But then he, so they'll be saved from from these hells. Will they be saved from these hells? By hearing? Yeah, like when they hear Harinam or they chant Harinam or they chant the Holy Eventually, yes. But Prabhupada gives the example of wet and dry grass. If you try to light a fire in wet grass, what happens? Not a lot. But if you, you know, summer's coming up, at the moment the fields are all lusciously green. So fire, the fire risk is low. Everything is still wet, solid. We're seeing it in the rivers, you know. The, 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 the soil of the land is solid. So when it rains, water just runs off. And so, you know, the, the rivers and the creeks flood because of the, the spring rains. And it's common for floods. You know, now. So, low fire risk, but you know, February, after the end of summer, everything's dried out, just chuck a match, poof, up it goes. Right? <clears throat> so, most of the populace are like wet grass here. They hear the chanting Hare Krishna and they, might, they may be attracted, but they're not inquisitive, they're not, they're double. And so the, the fire of Krishna consciousness doesn't ignite. But if we're regularly chanting and people are hearing the Maha Mantra, they'll gradually, because this is the beginning, what is it? Um, uh, um, Shravanagi, what's the first one? Um, Ninja Siddha. 
Nietzsche's it, the eternal or the yeah, the eternal perfection. Nitya Krishna Prime. The eternal perfection of Krishna Prime exists within the hearts of everybody actually. It's covered over by, you know, lifetimes of ignorance. Swadhanani uh, Sutta by hearing the beginning bhakti begins with hearing. And for many people, it's a hearing of the Mahamantra. This is why the Mahamantra is so important. Um, we experience it, and we feel the effect of Charimakrishna. We feel it. Um, <coughs> and, and, you know, primarily, the, the, our practice is Charimakrishna. That's really what we do. Uh, um, it is our prime means of purification. Hearing mantra. So that constant hearing is like the sun, you know, drying out wet grass. There's a benefit. It may take time. It will take time. It does take time. We see it. We see that. And there are Manushinam Sahasrishum Kaschi Yatati Siddhaya Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that many thousands amongst men hardly one will come to the point of of uh, perfection which means to understand that they're not the body they're the spiritual body that's the start but not many people are like that Manushinam out of thousands Sahasrishum So, and that's the, that's the way to do it, that's the way to bring them. So, do they benefit? Yes. Does it take time? Yes. Uh, do they suffer in the meantime? Yes. <laughs> Everybody is. Anybody who thinks they're not suffering is a fool. Right? So, to one degree or another. So, um, it, it's imperceptible, it's hard to see, right? but uh, you, you do, but you know, after the first lockdown we were going out on home and and people were so happy to see us, you know, you can see that. People are happy to see the devotees, they have the association. And hear the Mahamantra, oh, great, the Hare Krishnas are back in town. Well, they like it, because it's natural to So, yeah, we can see it gradually, it's, it's having an effect. So that's why obviously we should keep, keep trying. But yes, it's having an effect. These are effects that are manifest on the spiritual platform, right? And so we may not be able to immediately perceive the, the benefits. Yeah, may not be able to. But 
But we feel it in ourselves, so we know that it, is, it must have an effect. Thank you, Prabhu. May I ask one more question, if that's okay? Sure. Nobody else is. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I also wanted to just ask a question regarding the offense uh, to commit uh, sinful activities on the strength of the holy name. Uh, that, according to that offense, whatever is that, uh, if you know, if, if someone knowingly commits sinful activities, they get the reaction of those sinful activities and the reaction of the offense. So the, when it is said the reaction of the sinful activities, is it these reactions? Like the hellish planet reactions? Sorry? So, um, the, 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 uh, you know, we, we have one of the ten offenses is that uh, uh, to commit sinful activities on the strength of the holy name, where some people commit sinful activities knowingly on the strength of, like, they know it's said that they do sinful activities and, um, and, they, and they chant as well. But they know that it's sinful uh, and still they commit. Um, so I have heard that uh, if, if, they do that, then they get reaction of the sinful activity and the reaction of the offense as well. So when the, the so the reaction of sinful activity is it these hellish plants? If if because like it's quite like we read today, like it's quite uh, for the for the devotees, you mean? I mean, I'm I'm not quite sure because if they are like. If, because if they are... Um, the the devotees, these reactions here are not... But you know, if there's sinful activities committed as a result of... or, or in knowledge... And you know, we, I think Ajahnil is our example. Right? So, if a devotee... Um, meet some challenges in their spiritual life. Um, it's it's uh, it's a different situation to what's being described here. And and uh, Krishna mentions that the devotee will never perish, right? We look at and Bharat Maharaj. So these are not it's not a license to, to perform sinful activities, but um, we can understand that the devotees are under, Prabhupada says the devotees are actually under Krishna's care, if you like, and that um, the, the challenges that are faced by a devotee are all uh, managed by Krishna. Right? But uh, will there be reactions? Uh, there must be. Right? Um, but not the type of reactions that um, we, we're seeing here. Right? One has to take birth, there, there, there will be undoubtedly suffering. Right? Um,
And yet, if we if we surrender, you know, if we take advantage of the opportunities given to us by Krishna and the, and the devotees, then we can get a devotee can be free from, you know, whatever attachments they have. Basically, it's attachment and. Um, Learning to, to, you know, it's the stage of Anatta Nivriti is where one has to chant and engage in the process of devotional service in order to be freed from those attachments. Effectively, it's an attachment. And, um, yeah, sometimes that's a painful process for which there will be reactions. But if one keeps taking advantage of the association of the devotees and the holy name and the Shastra and uh, you know is serious, is sincere, then purification will be swift. Swift and perhaps even painful. <laughs> but it, it will. It, 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 yeah. Is that okay? Yes, thank you. Yeah. If you come to fix the, um, the, the computer system. Um, the um, the camera's not working for a little bit. It's camera this one. Yeah. Is that right? Roger Raj, what's happening with the camera? What's happening? What's happening with the camera? Um well, this light looks like this picture of Rosa. Dharmatma's not in Melbourne at the moment, he's gone to Sydney. What? This one, no. Did you lose? He may not come in. Well, why do we get a new one? This one this one? Or this one? Socket itself is loose. Yeah. I think this is loose. This is sturdy, I think that is the problem. This is very sturdy. Yeah, Prabhupada says he's going to get a new one. But I think this is the problem. The box. Mm -hmm. but the box is the problem, it looks like. Because this is not loose. Yeah. That is loose, looks like. Yeah. It's yeah. inside. Oh. Yes, I don't think we will fix it. That's it. Uh, oh, because we take it out, put it in the book. Okay. Possible. We'll change. Yeah, well, uh, we, we use this equipment. 
You know, this is this yeah. is just a domestic product, right? <laughs> and we use it in a commercial environment. So we need um, we need. Yeah, I done the new way, so hopefully it comes. Why don't we just replace the whole lot? Right? Ideal setup is <laughs> not this one. We just oh, need okay. to have a box which streams from here, everything is in one unit, like the barracks streaming device is doing. We just take the output from the sound and that does everything. A single device. So the camera and the box should be mounted here. We don't we should not have all these things. Maybe a screen here. Is it doable? Is there such a thing? No, they're not. Yeah. Commercial equipment. So the cable, what is it? Um, I have to find out. Because I remember seeing it long time ago when I was doing the audio. Is there something for this video also? Because once the temple opens, we can't maintain these cables. We just need one single unit. It has a screen. And, and that unit then is able to process the signal. Yeah, it has a mini processing device. You, you, and there's, there's, is there any adjustment on it? Yeah, the screen is available as well in the front. Uh, I, I did long time ago I had a look at it because there are their equipments which we can stream with everything mounted on the tripod. Camera can be different, but the output of camera can be connected to that. Um, what's it called? I can't remember, but I have to check. But this is only for Bhagavatam class, isn't it? Or we want everything to be connected to this. Because this has to be separate from the other ones. Um, well, see, according to um, information that I've received, we need to have a computer. just have a, a single unit without all of this. It would because Bhagavatam class we have Yeah, this is just gross. Yeah. So that's that's why this is this is just gross. The fixed system can be separate from the Bhagavatam class one. Right. This is for the dedicated Bhagavatam class. Yeah. So it can be a single unit. Um, camera will be different, but um, but that can be put well, into. Right, you research. I'll find out. I'll let you know. What, what is it? A broadcast? Uh, broadcast? Live broadcast pod. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember when I. Long time ago.
It's audio visual equipment, that's where you're going to find it, isn't it? Yes, sir.